Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm so happy to have you back. Um, So today I am going to get a little bit personal and kind of talk to you guys about a concept that is not really something that I had ever heard before in all the time that I had been reading diet books and listening to all kinds of podcasts and things like that in the health world. Um, It's something that had come to me when I was getting my emotional eating certification. And as I have been building a business, it is a big concept in like the business coaching world. So basically talking about mindset and specifically when it comes to when we're working towards goals in our health, talking about the story that we tell ourselves when it comes to our health. And It's interesting because, you know, again, as you read diet books and listen to podcasts, it's all just kind of like tips and information and practical things. But really, it all starts with our mindset and the story that we tell ourselves about what we are capable of. And if our mindset is not where it needs to be, it is really hard for us to get those results that we are looking for. So it's something that I had kind of touched on in the free challenge that I did a couple weeks ago. And I think that it's something that really everybody overlooks. And unfortunately, most of us, when it comes to the story that we tell ourselves about a lot of things and definitely about our health, lots of times it's really not all that helpful. And it's kind of what is probably standing in the way of us really getting the results that we're looking for. So I know for me, the health story that I always used to have was nothing works. I was so obsessed with the idea of being skinny and it really wasn't about being healthy. (laughs) Honestly, if some diet had come and, and worked and I was skinny, but it was like the ice cream diet and I knew it wasn't healthy, I really don't know how much I would have cared. Like health really wasn't a focus for me and it could have been because I was younger then or because I hadn't had kind of that shock from when I went and got those test results from the doctor. I just assumed, you know, I'm young and I'm relatively healthy, so health wouldn't be an issue. But really, it was all about being skinny. Um, And I was trying diet after diet and nothing was working for me. And a large part of the reason for that is a lot of the diets that I was trying were, again, focused on being skinny, not on being healthy. So plenty of things that included different kinds of like packaged food just because they had less net carbs or less sugar, but like God only knows what the other ingredients were in them. That wasn't something that I was focused on at the time. But aside from, you know, what diets work, what diets don't, in general, diets don't work. (laughs) And the reason that they don't work is for exactly the reason that they weren't working for me is everyone wants a quick fix, especially me. It was, if I wasn't getting the results that I wanted from the Monday to the Thursday, then I was just going to be eating whatever I wanted over the weekend because I was frustrated because I wanted to hang out with my friends and eat whatever. And, you know, I always say like, or a story that I had in my head was everyone else eats whatever they want. And like, I should be able to eat whatever I want when I go out. But honestly, at the end of the day, I was probably the one that was eating the worst and just blaming my friends for it. I, it was just some, again, some weird story I told myself as like a crutch to keep myself from reaching my goals. And the thing, the other thing that was always an issue was, that I deserve to eat. That was a a huge story that I had. Like I had a bad day at work 
I had a fight with someone, blah, 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 whatever the reason may be. So I deserve to eat this mac and cheese right now. And it's really hard to get out of that mindset, especially when, you know, when we really think about it, probably for our entire lives, food has been a reward and a comfort. And I mean, so many different things for different people. If you really kind of sit down and try and untangle your story around food, it might really surprise you. So I do recommend kind of trying to journal around it and see what comes up because you never know. Sometimes when you put pen to paper, different things come out than the the thoughts that are just racing through your head all the time. And sometimes when you also just write those down, it gives you a different perspective. So basically what had happened for me was I had obviously had all of these thoughts that weren't helpful, but then I went to that naturopathic doctor. I got those test results that told me that I had toxins in my body and it just totally changed my perspective on everything. So I was just so focused on cleaning up my diet, cleaning up the products that I use and kind of that whole like emotional component took a backseat because it's the stress I had at work or blah, 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 all those other things that made me think that I needed comfort more than I needed to be skinny didn't matter because health was way more important than those things. And what really happened then was that I was just so laser focused on doing those things. So I was probably only having like white flour or sugar like once every three months. I was like really, really diligent about not having that because I knew how bad it was for our health. Obviously, I went vegan. That is something that I have always stuck to. It's something I just feel really, really strongly about and kind of never comes up as a doubt for me. And even gluten then I was having very, very rarely. I was still having wine like every night, um, but I watched my portion sizes when I was eating and I just had felt really good. And I wasn't even tempted by kind of those bad things like white flour or sugar or things like that. And when COVID hit, it had been about six months since I had started on this journey and I had been feeling so, so good. And I actually got COVID in the beginning Uh, which was obviously not pleasant. So I was nauseous and barely eating. Um, And then once I had gotten better, of course, just like everybody else, I was home, working from home, which was had its moments of where it was kind of quiet. And then it got totally crazy, felt just as crazy as being in the office. But I was also trying to finish up my certification for becoming a health coach, trying to launch a business and just totally thrown off my routine. Um, I, as I had mentioned before, like my job is pretty crazy. I worked fairly long hours, but I had kind of a set routine. The days that I would work out, I would meal prep on Sundays. Like it was just kind of natural for me. I was in the habit of it and I had set myself up for success with all of those things. And when I was just home, I was having a really hard time getting back into the flow of things. I was having a hard time with working out. I was used to going to group fitness classes, was never kind of a work from home or a workout at home person. So that was challenging. I just like didn't feel like cooking. I didn't feel like eating the same things that I had eaten before. Like I was having a really hard time getting back in the flow and we were definitely ordering in way too much. And that white flour rule probably was more like every other week. Um, whereas I had said previously, it was probably, it was like very special occasion, like once every three months. I also went off the birth control pill. 
um, which can, of course, you know, that messes with your hormones as your body is trying to reset itself. So that I'm sure was definitely playing a part in a lot of the things that I was experiencing. So all of these weight fluctuations were definitely rattling me. Um, but I still generally felt so good. So, I mean, my energy levels were great, my hair, my skin, my brain fog was gone. And even though I was freaking out that I had gained a couple pounds back in the grand scheme of things, I was still a weight that I would have like been starving to get myself to previously. But my mind was kind of starting to get back to that crazy place because my why was I was still caring about my health. I was still doing things that were important for my health, but now it wasn't necessarily getting me to that desired weight that I wanted to be at. So I felt like I was like kind of (laughs) starting to get to this place where I was getting into that old mindset. I was feeling stressed. I was feeling overwhelmed and I was kind of getting back into that old story, but with a new twist. Um, So basically I was back to that place of, I deserve it. I'm stressed out. I deserve it. My, obviously then we're now we're kind of starting to get towards the holidays. The holidays are, you know, always what they are. I was running my first paid program at that time. Work is crazy. I work in um, fashion and retail and e-commerce and I mean, super busy time. And I was getting back into that cycle of I deserve it and what I was ordering in on the weekends. And then I would get on the scale on Monday and feel bad about myself. And uh, the scale is the worst. Like I, uh, again, and this is where I'm kind of getting into these things. Like this is exactly what I tell people not to do. (laughs) Um, It's, it's ridiculous to think that you should weigh yourself every day. It's ridiculous to think that that's healthy, that you're going to see the impact of, you know, the foods that you're eating in one day. If you do, you're excited. If you don't, you're not like I'm getting myself on this whole emotional roller coaster and it's just so not healthy. So definitely something that I I told my boyfriend to hide the scale and this time somewhere I can't find it because I found it last time. Um, And, you know, if any of you guys struggle with the scale, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing in general. It's a great barometer, of course, to like track long-term progress. But I am someone who unfortunately thinks that it makes sense to get on it every day, even though I know intellectually that doesn't make sense. I still find myself doing it. So it needs to not be in, in sight. So if you are struggling with that too, really try to kick that habit because then what happens, and this is what the past few weeks have been for me. I have the weekend. I'm overindulging. Monday, I get on the scale. I feel bad about myself. And then I am, you know, doing my normal thing, eating healthy the way that I usually do, the way that I enjoy. And again, it's not like it's restrictive and it's not like I need to rebel from it. It's just I'm back in this mindset of like, I deserve to, to order in. I deserve to have nachos. I deserve to like, blah, 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 all of the various things. And by Thursday, when I get on the scale, because I inevitably was getting on it every day, if I didn't make the progress that I wanted, or even if I did, there was really no right or wrong number to be showing up on the scale, it would still end up leading into a weekend where I would be overindulging. And, you know, when I say that, it's, (laughs) I'm like, love these vegan nachos from this uh, delicious place by me, ja, 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 shout out. Um, and I'll get the nachos and tacos. And it's like, 
these nachos are an appetizer that you probably should be sharing. <laughs> I'm eating them just me and a, an order of tacos. So nothing that I'm really eating for the most part. It's even all that bad. It's really the amount that I'm eating. And that is also how I know that it's emotional and a good tip for any of you who are not sure sometimes if you're eating emotionally or if you're really just so hungry. Um, when you're just eating well beyond what you actually need to be full. And I know for me, a big telltale sign for this is like, I want it to take a long time. Like I want, I want to be eating for at least a half hour <laughs> and I eat fast. So that's kind of hard. Um, but so that it sort of like feels like soothing and relaxing and it's like a whole, a whole thing. It's not just like obviously eating for nourishment. It's eating for the experience of it. And that is kind of a way that I know that I'm, I'm eating emotionally. And then, you know, there was even like this weekend, we even ordered vegan ice cream, like totally went overboard. And again, that whole mindset that I say not to do, which is the all or nothing mindset where it's like, well, now if I already eat the nachos and I already eat the tacos and tomorrow I'm going to be good, then that means that I should get ice cream tonight too. So I'm sharing all of this with you guys because not because I think you really care about the inner workings of how I eat, but I hope and I feel like it probably is relatable. And these are things that you guys may be struggling with and it's totally normal. And I just want to kind of talk you through the way that I am kind of trying to get past it because it's obviously really, really unhelpful because it's not even like when I decide to order those nachos, then I enjoy them and the next day I go about my business. No, it's, you know, the lashing that comes either right as you're eating them. Like sometimes I don't, can't even enjoy the moment because I'm already feeling like, oh, why did I do this? I'm going to feel terrible tomorrow. I'm going to regret it. I'm going to get on the scale. My jeans aren't going to fit, like blah, blah, blah. And that is really the worst part of it all. It's not the worst part of it all that the number on the scale isn't exactly what I want. It's the way that it makes me feel when I make these decisions that I know are going to make me unhappy the next day. <clears throat> and we all do it. And it's so hard to break that cycle. But the truth of it all is that this is the sabotage of what diets and all of that stuff does because it does create kind of that all or nothing mindset and that on and off vibe. And I don't know why I let myself get back here. But what I do know is that it's, it's something that takes time. Like the, the healthy eating that I talk about, the healthy eating that I believe in, if I'm just doing it from Monday to Thursday, it's not going to get me the results that I need and that I want. It obviously, as I said, from a brain fog and all that perspective, I still feel amazing. But from a weight loss perspective, I mean, you can't be eating four servings of, of a dinner, um, just you, and expect to be hitting the results that you want from a weight perspective. And I think that, I mean, when I talk about following my own advice, it's being in it for the long haul. And it's not expecting the results to happen in four days. And it's not beating yourself up when they don't happen in four days. And I think that's the big thing that we need to all remember is that it, it doesn't happen overnight. 
And that doesn't mean that you should give up on things. You really need to be in it for a reason that is kind of bigger than the number on the scale. And that is kind of the problem that I've fallen into right now is I lost sight of what my my why is, my next why. Because obviously the original why about toxins is always there. I'm always caring about that. My life is the way I behave revolves around that. Um, but what is that next step? What is that next why? And basically for me, um, it's kind of that I don't have time for this. <laughs> it's not that I don't have time for this in the way that it maybe used to be, which was like, I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to worry about being healthy. I don't have time for blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure a lot of us have story surrounding time, um, and how that can feed into our mindset in terms of our health. But when I say I don't have time for it, I mean, I don't have time to feel bad about myself, to make myself feel bad about myself over something so silly. Like, why do we, why do I, and then maybe you do too, I'm going to bet if you're listening to this, maybe you do. The amount of time and energy that I have expended over the last few weeks on that stupid scale. <laughs> And thinking about like, oh, what should I eat that like just agonizing and then like, should I order it? Shouldn't I order it? And then you order it and then you feel guilty. And then the next day it's like, I'm never ordering. Like, it's just like this cycle that's like, why? Why do we do it? And I mean, I think we all feel like we don't have time for that. <laughs> um, we don't have time to make decisions that are going to make us feel bad about ourselves. We don't have time to beat ourselves up and let things like that monopolize our moods or the way we walk into our day. Like when I would get on the scale and it would say a number that I didn't want to see, it would throw me off for the whole day. Like how ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I'm sure probably a lot of the rest of you have dealt with this. And when I kind of was sitting down this weekend and like dissecting the whole thing to really like understand what was going in my on in my head and like why I felt like I was sort of back to this place. I realized that we also don't give ourselves credit for things. So like for me, I it's been like about a year and a half, a little bit longer since I started doing all of this. And, you know, I've still lost weight again, not like that's the biggest deal, but I've learned how to eat healthy for my body. I have relieved my brain fog, my hair, my nails, my skin, my energy levels, like everything is seriously such a world of difference. And I've just let my mindset slip back to this place. But that's part of life. Like health is a journey. It's not like, you know, I made all those changes. I got healthy done. Like then you just stay that way forever. And I think that's something that's really important to remember is that it's something that we're always working towards. We're always learning new things. And the road to the way you want to feel is not necessarily linear. Like in a lot of ways, I do feel like maybe I've taken a couple steps back. But I think it's also that I'm just learning more and more. And the more you learn, the more you realize you still have to learn. And that is, I mean, really why it's also worth it to, to learn more about yourself trying to be the best version of yourself that you can be. And, you know, it, it's going to take some trial and error, but 
really what I think the point of this is that consistency is key and you need to be in it for the long haul. And I have kind of let myself forget that for the last few weeks um, and have just been thinking that somehow three days of really kind of sticking to what I preach and what I know to be true is going to be enough. And then I can eat nachos and fries all weekend. And just because they're vegan, it'll be fine. Like I obviously intellectually know that, (laughs) but I have been letting my emotions run the show and they don't get to do that. I run the show, you run the show. We have so many better things to do with our time and our energy than obsess over a number on the scale. So once you have all of the information that you need to make decisions that you know are promoting your health and you can stop obsessing over the little things and stop getting emotional about them, that is really when you'll start to see the amazing results. So, you know, stress and overwhelm, they aren't going anywhere, but there are other tools to help to relieve them other than ordering nachos. So, you know, really sitting with your feelings, venting to friends and your mom, your boyfriend, journaling, breath work. There are so many different things that you can do. And I know that it's really hard to walk away from food as a comfort, but just because you're not eating nachos or, you know, whatever your food may be, doesn't mean that you still can't be having delicious food. And that I feel like is the other thing that I feel like is so dumb (laughs) when I do this is then when I do make one of my recipes and I eat it, I'm like, I'm so ridiculous. This is just as good. And I don't have to have any of these feelings of guilt and shame and just all the ridiculousness that surrounds overeating and ordering in. So this was very rambly (laughs) and I hope that it was helpful for you guys. Um, It feels a little weird to share so much personally, but I know that it's, it can feel really hard when you're going through things like this on your own. And sometimes it can feel like other people have it all figured out or you're beating yourself up for these things, but everybody is struggling with things. And, you know, even me who like, I hold myself to a higher standard, which of course has its own layer of things that come with it. But, um, I felt like maybe that was why it was even more important to share. So, I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks.